about Ross and Patrick. I don't care. Yeah, like, who cares? They obviously care about themselves, but who else do they care about? I don't know. I'm not so sure. Mm, maybe we'll have a guest or two. The world's going up in flames, so, like, who cares? Who cares? We care. Gross. Hey there, ladies and gentlemen, it's Patrick Holbert from the Who Cares podcast, and tonight in the studio, I have touring band and musician, sibling duo, Martino is here. I like that. On their spring tour. Oh, it's fall. Happy fall, everybody. Well, we're on the spring tour. We've just been stuck here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right. Uh, Dave from Martino, uh, guitarist, lyricist. Um, if you could lean in, go ahead and get up on that mic when you speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, we you know how to use a microphone? It. I think I figured it out, yeah. However you like, feel free. Okay. Um, Ladies and gents, this is just a hypothetical. A hypothetical, I've been trying to pressure on a one Dave Martino for many years, but really, here we are. It's the Who Cares podcast. I'm Ross. And I'm Patrick. And welcome. Welcome to Uncle Dave, everybody. Uncle Dave is here. Third time guest. <laughs> is it number three? I feel yeah. like I feel like you're in the room every time we record. Like I feel like you're a spirit, you're a presence, right. you're an influence. Can you feel it, America? He's an influencer. He does have, I think, around seven to eight hundred followers on Instagram. That blue check is coming any minute now. Sure, yeah. Wow. Welcome to the roast show, everybody. We're <laughs> <laughs> the Martin Sibs just talk shit to each other That's right. for yeah. the next forty five minutes. So okay. get into it. Okay. Uh, I'll just let's turn get my in. mic off. Oh, poor Bob. That's fine. Let's get into uh, <laughs> body image. Uh, Dave, you go first. Dave, actually, that is the one thing I cannot rip on right now because you are looking svelte. Yeah, you okay. look great. For a guy who just ate two crunch wraps, I guess I feel all right. Oh. Well, if you're going to make a masterpiece, you better eat that masterpiece. Hey. Uh, you're going to make a masterpiece, you better eat a masterpiece. I'm going to meet down. I'm going to meet down. I'm going to meet down. We just rooted down on some meat downs because Uncle Dave showed <laughs> up right. and made six Crunchwrap Supremes in Homemade. our kitchen. Homemade. And not even that? And, and Taco Bell Crunchwrap Supreme, that's just a base for you to understand the context of what he made. Uh, I mean, these are pieces of art. This was uh, a, yeah. I like to think so. It's the medium I work in. It was an artisanal... <laughs> I mean, you work in Crunchwrap Supreme right. medium. Which I think I'm, I don't think I'm going to call them that. I think they're officially Martino Meat Downs. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is like you can get them in your Christmas card from Dave next year. It'll be in your That's mailbox. Right. That's how he communicates there love. No meat now. You buy one MMD, you get a second one free. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured you now like running a food truck where you're only making Martino meat downs, but because you did that promo of like, <laughs> and now you're just like sweating yeah. and like you can't keep up. Not and you're, like, all, and you're, no. you're not running out of profit at all. Definitely. You're losing money I'm on the Martino money. Yeah. It's like a full Bob's my, Burgers scenario. My overhead is terrible. Yeah. Yeah, you showed up in Bushwick <laughs> with a shopping list. We went to the grocery store. We've got tomatoes. We've got lettuce. We've got two different types of tortillas. I mean, mm-hmm. one is a crispy fried tostada. Is that what those are called? Yeah, I think so. That's in the middle. Then we've got mm-hmm. a flour tortilla on the outside. Just yep. a lot of meat and carbs. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I'm feeling so, it right now. <laughs> so so we had that tonight. All of us, our eyes are like... <laughs> yeah, so when this goes silent, you'll know why. We had those tonight. This tonight, Saturday, October 17th. And last night, we ordered... Uh, we got a, a, another local. meat down. Man, mm-hmm. We all had meat down from LA Burritos. So it's been a Mexican fiesta all weekend long. Mm-hmm. And we're going to fart it down, fart it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Dave, what brings you to the pod? <laughs> <laughs> Well, how about you two tell, tell us how the band got started, how long have we known each other? Oh, man. We're not going to keep this bit going. I'm uh, too tired. Well, I do want people <laughs> to know how beautifully you sing. Oh. Dave is an incredible performer, singer, guitar player, showman. Thank you, sir. And, uh, and, sh- <laughs> and, s- and sleight of hand music- uh, magician. That's right. Sleight of hand magic. Magic. <laughs> musician. Yes, I am a sleight of hand musician. I, like I just uh, hit play on an iPod and then pretend I'm playing mm-hmm. the piano. That's right. <laughs> 
I feel a little baked because <laughs> you uh, look baked. I think everybody here seems a little fucked up. Yeah. It's yeah. Post sober as a judge. It's right now. post sober as a judge. Suddenly, my parents are on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Which that brings us to the real meat and potatoes of it all. The real, yeah. The real meat down. Real if meat you down. <laughs> give us the lowdown on the meat down. You guys should have a podcast called the, the Martin meat, meat down. down. Uh, meat down, down. Yeah. <laughs> which quickly. Why we're saying meet down sometimes is because they, Patrick and Dave, were discussing how to assemble the Crunchwrap Supreme. And between the two of you, you oh, each yeah. said, Well, first you're going to put the meat down. Wait, so the meat, you put the meat down and then you d- do this layer. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First you're going to do the meat down. Put your meat down. <laughs> but you like kept affirming the meat down by saying meat down I'm at cooking each my other. wrap I put my meat down right. so and here then we you are. make a salad you put your meat down and then we started doing like a beastie boys thing mm-hmm. anyway and we had already done a Sean Paul thing earlier in the oh night oh my god we did say just bust another buck give me the light and pass the draw bust another buck because you guys looked up the lyrics, and that's actually what the lyrics are. Yeah, I was pretty pissed you were right about the drow. But I can't believe it. Hydro insane. was like a very popular weed in my college days when Sean Paul came but out. But you also like, never really smoked weed. I was really? in some circles. <laughs> I, what does that mean? I participated here and there. Okay. I, I was known to smoke a J. Uh, Puff on a blunt. Toka bowl. Toka bowl. Drop a wow. gravity bong. Dropping it yep. like it's hot and putting the meat down. Dropping acid. Uh, <laughs> dropped I'm acid. Doing lines of Mary Jane. <laughs> <laughs> I was known to participate, partake, and get lines baked. Of Mary Jane. That's what I call it. Friday nights. I said, you know what? I'm going to partake and get baked. We're doing this. Wow. So. So yeah, we did Sean Paul. Then we did uh, <laughs> meat down. And because Dave is here celebrating with us this weekend of. Uh, uh, our child's uh, fourth <laughs> month. I was like, what are we celebrating? <laughs> All right. Good to know. Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a break. You guys, you you take, guys, you you guys fill a, in the blanks here. Why don't you take a step like, back? Well, um, I will just share one thing that's happening for me that's odd. Uh, I've shared about this openly on the pod. I, I like to pick my nose. I pick mm-hmm. my nose. It, uh-huh. I clear my passages. It's OCD behavior. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's a part of the dermatillomania family. Yeah, and I was just doing that about 15 minutes ago. Don't worry, I've washed my hands since. <laughs> um, but I did not wash my hands. I was Dave's shoe, sous chef. I, I was a shoe chef tonight. <laughs> I was cooking up shoes in the kitchen. No, I was his sous chef, and I was uh, charged <laughs> with uh, dicing tomatoes, uh, shredding lettuce, and, and uh, cutting jalapeno peppers into tiny little oh, pieces. Oh, I know where this is headed. And <laughs> I've got pepper juice or oh, acids no, under my nails yeah. and now the inside of my nostrils <laughs> oh, are burning. Hun, use my saline solution. No, I'm good. I kind of like it. Well, if you decide to actually do something about it, saline nasal spray will probably do the trick. Right. Okay? Anywho, um, so you came in this weekend. Yep. We both did some COVID tests mm-hmm. to make sure that we were okay to be maskless around each Most other. tested man in New London County, yes, Connecticut. It's Trump and then you. Mm-hmm. And um, which we don't even actually know if Trump's getting tested. He's just saying he is. Yeah. Um, and Patrick did not get tested. So he is patient zero. Just a if bag anybody, of COVID, my If guy. anybody mm-hmm. <laughs> anything comes up. Well, I did get tested three weeks ago. Negative. Yes. Since then. And you haven't really been around people. Because yeah, you just go here and then the office. I don't go right? anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're fine. Although I do do all the grocery shopping and I go and packed grocery stores that's quite true. a bit. But like that's what everybody's doing. But I'm masking it up. Yeah. Yeah, we mask, we sanitize. I pretty we much wash. trust anybody who has a child or a child on the way. Yeah. I yeah. wash my hands like an insane person. Yeah. yeah still, yeah. Um, so anyways, we did, we took the precautions, mm-hmm. but we said, Dave... Why don't you get out of mom and dad's in New London, Connecticut and come visit? Leave your Airbnb and come to Brooklyn. Yes. Because we served a six-week sentence over the summertime and now (laughs) (laughs) now I love New London. Love your parents. Yeah. I might have gotten dealt life there. No, no, no. Check out the Martin O'Meatdown podcast for more inside scoops on what it's like Mm -hmm. to live 
Yeah, Dave Charlie and I Street. did a bit of a uh, a binge and purge uh, when you came in, we, where we just like shared stories of our oh, parents. Oh yeah, basically of like you oh, trauma are you, bonded. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was a bit of a trauma bonding. Although it's not really trauma, but it's just like no. grievances. You it was grievances, an airing of grievances. Yeah. Yeah. Like what are they up to? And they don't listen to this, right? God, no. Definitely not. No. They wouldn't no. even know what they were hearing. No, they wouldn't <laughs> understand it. It's it's beyond them for uh, sure. Um, My dad can't even check his voicemail. You think he's pulling up fucking podcasts? Is that yeah. true? He do, he's never been able to do it. So, and also, he, he's anti-voicemail and always has been like our right. entire lives. Yep. Really? But pro yeah. emoji. He he's got some emoji game. I've Which I, really I don't understand. Appreciated watching him get into the emoji arts. Which actually I think <laughs> is a, like I find his emojis really funny, knowing how bizarre and stoic he is. Yeah. That he'll like throw like a hard eyes emoji at you, and you're just like, that's insane. It's a lot of that unicorn. He throws yeah. that unicorn around a lot. <laughs> I've noticed lately. Well, I mean, he is the middle aged uh, white Joy Reid. Yeah, that's what he likes MSNBC. to say. He actually texted me that. He goes, well, you know, I am the white male Joy, Joy Reid. And I was like, couldn't be further from the truth. He proclaimed that. Yeah. Wow. Well, because he knows how much I love her. She's great. I've become but, a big fan since Yeah, she's there, amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think Joy Reid would agree with you. Yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> not in a chance. No, not a chance. Um... But anyway, here you are. You're here for the weekend, mm-hmm. heading heading out tomorrow. Sure, playing with your niece, yep. loving on that doll baby. Loving I mean, on that doll, baby. doll baby. Can't what stop. An uncle. What a very good uncle. Hanging out with Fran. Sweet hanging heart. out with Peg. Sweet, my heart of warts. The heart is the heart. The heart is port. The heart is port. Is, is that, that my heart? Is my heart. <laughs> Um, the hardest part about being an uncle with this doll baby is that she's my whore. My whore. And so before, I've got to drive back to Connecticut and she's my whore in Brooklyn. So before state lines. You tell us all about what you've been up to. Uh, okay. Um, how has it been watching us as parents? It's been great. It's, before we talk about you, yeah. uh, let's talk about us. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> It's yeah no it's it's uh, it is very strange to every picture and every video she gets bigger yeah which is bizarre um, and Classic exciting dodging the question he's not gonna yeah, tell no. you what he thinks about us as parents are you packing She's the huge. court are you packing the court I'm packing the people court. want to know are you gonna pack the packing court a court full of cute babies we got Joe <laughs> O'Biden over here on the podcast Joseph <laughs> Shalali O'Biden <laughs> oh top of the morning to you. <laughs> Um, it, no, but what's it been like watching me as a mom? It's been, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's been great. I, I'm so happy. I got some real time as opposed to like the l- last trip, which was like a quick couple hours. Um, yeah, I wanted you to really way more relaxed. Take and, it in. Yeah. I mean, I just feel like I actually got to like hold her on the couch today, which was nice. <laughs> when I came out of the room. Oh, I was double duty in it. It was great. <laughs> but she looked crazy on your lap. Well, she was ripping bottles, man. I had peg on my ankles. <laughs> I came out. I was like, where's Patrick? Dave is like in a clenched position, yeah. feeding Francis the bottle sitting on his lap. And Fran is just like starfishing, like a loose starfish, like on his lap, but kind of slunched. Yeah. And Dave is just like gripping the bottle. She's doing fine. It looked like nobody was in danger. It just looked uncomfortable. I had to go get a package downstairs and I just sort of figured, you know what? This is going to be good for everybody. It's good for her to feel out of control. It's good for (laughs) Dave to get some uncle vibes in there. It just was not what I thought I was walking out into the living room to. And it it actually was very enjoyable to see. Yeah. All right. Good. Yeah. You didn't feel like I was... Neglecting. No, 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 no. Yeah, this guy went out for cigarettes, so yeah. I was just trying to take care of the kid. Yeah. Is he ever going to come back? God. And he didn't, and now Dave lives here. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm zooming in right now <laughs> from the penitentiary. It's a new we life. are all like three sheets to the wind meet down. I yeah. had one and a half Crunchwrap Dave Supremes. and uh, We were already all tired, too. I know. But um, this is our life. We gotta, if we're going to make this podcast uh, reach 
our our fan base. We've yeah. got to just show We're going to make it reach the hundreds. We should have gone, mm-hmm. gone real Taco Bell and gotten like jugs of like Mountain Dew Baja Blast. <laughs> what even is that? Oh. Is that like an ice slushy That's style? like one of the Taco. I feel like Taco Bell was one of the few places like had it on tap. Like you, so it's it, a flavor. It's a flavor of Mountain Dew. Is it the red one? Is it the red one? No, that's Code Red. Yeah, nobody should be Baja Blast. Like, <laughs> is it blue? It. Yeah, I mean it looks unhealthy. They all look unhealthy. Yeah, I trust Mountain Dew. Um, anyway, it's just like chemotherapy juice. Tell <sighs> us where you've been and what you've been doing. Sure. Um, let's see. So the last time I was here, um. Was what? Were you wrapping up things in Boston? Maybe? No, not quite. Because it was no, last summer. That was, yeah, that was the end of oh, July. Sorry. Was the last? Yeah. So it was before I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. So yeah. not even this summer, but yeah. the summer before. What? What was the well, last time he was, was here? The, and then he came on the podcast. Oh, on the podcast. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Because we did Thanksgiving once. Yeah, and that was that was the Thanksgiving before that summer. So right. at the end of 2018, then you were here the summer of 2019 yep. on the pod. So since then I quit my job. I've crossed the country twice in my minivan with my dog to California. I moved to California for five months. Beginning of pandemic. I left on March 13th <laughs> and I ha- I basically had a job lined up. I was going to go in and meet the team it was all going to happen. Um, and then I got in the car and I think I got an email like a couple days in and they were like, so about the job. <laughs> and then, I didn't realize you had it lined up. Oh, I went through like 10 rounds. I had, I had video interviews for like three days and I spoke to like a lot of people. Like I had, I had a day of video interviews with like two people at a time for like two and a half hours. And then I had another day of it. And then Boy. I had like a couple other like phone interviews. The corporate blood suckers. I actually don't even remember this. What was it? What business was it in? What sector? It was an electronics company, but like mm. a, like a, um, they make a lot of different stuff, but they, um, they're, they're big. Like it's an international company and, we're uh, talking Boeing. We're talking war right. contracts. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> high, high level. God, but uh, yeah, no, I was excited about it, and it was an HR position I wanted. And um, the funny thing is, they still haven't even said no. Mm. They just, it just always is like, yeah, we're working on it. So, oh, so you could, you could pretend they could call one day and say, we need you out here. Oh yeah, and I mean, it's, I, I don't. Although one, the hiring manager looked at my LinkedIn the other day, and I was like, are you serious? Are you <laughs> oh, fucking you can kidding see, me? You can see who's viewed your page. Yeah, which is like, a, it's like a fucked up dating profile. Yeah, yeah you got to be careful on LinkedIn. Yeah. You can't I be sneaking it. around on there. Yeah, you really do. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> who are you stalking on LinkedIn? I don't even know. I even this was years ago, probably. That's that's a that's a low. You don't want to be doing that on LinkedIn. No. Um, but uh, yeah, so I did that, um, and yeah, the pandemic hit. So I, you know, couldn't really do anything. Was it pandemic related? Did they say oh, everything? We're is, just, yeah. we're just, we can't bring you on because we don't know where this is going. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it was just like, um, you know, we don't need this right now. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, and I mean, I think that's like a lot of people have said, you know, um, you don't want to be, you know, like last in, first out. So, which is real. And I'm, I am, I, in a way it's like, I'm bummed I didn't get it, but I, I do feel like if I, let's say I had it, like gotten the offer before I actually left, I probably would have gotten canned as soon as I got out there, mm. but I probably wouldn't have been able to collect. Now I think about it. whatever, fuck it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Everything sucks. Um, so yeah, I, I got interviews while I was out there, um, tried to make something work, but it just, but wasn't. then the fire started and California caught on fire. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I really wasn't there for that. And I'm, I don't know. There's still, you know, people out there that I hope are fine. And, you know, yeah. it's, it's scary. It's really scary just to like know that that's happening still. And I feel like, you know, the election and like, there's so many things happening at once right now that mm-hmm. you tend to forget that stuff. Yeah. So it is really scary. It's like, like remember when Australia was on fire? Right. Exactly. Remember that? Are, are people going to be checking like stalking LinkedIn profiles during civil war? Like, am I going to be like, who's this militia man coming to my house? I should no. check out his LinkedIn. Not on LinkedIn. No. Not on LinkedIn. Probably no. not. Just his IG profile. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Check IG, check, uh, 
QAnon, Reddit. Although there is a social media platform called My Militia. What? And this is 100% true. Mm. And it's where you learn, you connect with other people in extremist oh groups. God. I want I want to start a profile and just like express interest we and just see do not who have I can. Time. We do not have time for this. We do not have time. <laughs> <laughs> you are a father and a husband. That's you true. do not have time for fucking militia getting meetups. in. Yeah, <laughs> getting like conning militiamen. Oh my okay? God. Somebody no. needs to talk to those young men. Someone without children. Jesus. Anyway. Um, so California was a little bit of a bust because of the pandemic. Yeah. I mean, it was just so many cards stacked against me in a lot of ways. And I mean, against everybody, but, um, cause I, I know I'm not the only one going through it, but it's, it is weird. Um, not have worked. I haven't worked since March. Um, I also, cause I quit my job. I haven't been able to collect unemployment. So that's miserable. Um, and yeah, I, uh, I came back, I guess a little over it's like a month and a half, right? Two months, two maybe? months. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, yeah, I left August 17th. Yeah. So I've been, and I, yeah, I got back like a week after that's that. That's exactly two months ago. Yeah. Seventeen. Jesus. Uh, and yeah, you and Sheila just crossing the nation. Mm-hmm. How's Sheila as a co-pilot? The dog. Sheila the dog. She is uh, certainly that. Uh, she does not sleep. She's on alert at all times. She's got a <laughs> paw on the armrest and one on whatever piece of my life she can put the other one. <laughs> <laughs> what piece of your life is still in the yeah. back of your van that you mm-hmm. haven't unpacked? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, yeah, that 2002 Honda Odyssey has really earned its stripes. Um, that is crazy that that car has been... And your dad bought that used from somebody? My grandfather. From my grandfather. That's hilarious. Wait, do you remember my... Baby. Yeah, do you remember saying, yeah. on the porch that he was telling us that he my grandfather... at Blue Book Value? Yeah, my grandfather yeah. made him pay, like... Fucking like, Jesus. Didn't give him a deal that's at all. That's why he won't haggle. Your dad <laughs> is anti-haggling. Oh, my dad's anti-talking, so that's part of the problem, but... <laughs> yeah, that's um, for sure. But I know it has been some dark nights of the soul these past several months. And Mm -hmm. we have been chatting a lot and checking in a lot. I'm doing a lot of unlicensed sliding scale therapy sessions. Yeah, When you call, she puts the slate up outside the door (laughs) in the hall. It says... Dr. Martineau. In session. Oh, please don't disturb. <laughs> no, not Dr. Martineau, but, you know. L-I-S-C-E-W or whatever. I'm not going to put any fake letters after my name okay. that aren't there, but I will say counselor. It's Dr. Martineau, CPA. <laughs> CPA. <laughs> yeah, she's doing the green, yeah. the green brimmed hat, right. yeah. and uh, she's taking an account of I'm doing, emotional disorders. Accountant. I'm yeah. doing abacuses. I'm sure. doing... Like emotional distress. <laughs> You're doing that calculator from the 70s with the paper. And yeah. yeah, I'm doing a big crank. Love that. Um, <laughs> I'm just like doing numbers while also like getting to the root of the problem. Sure. You know? Um, whiteboarding. So I mm-hmm. do. I'm doing Nexium. I'm doing. Um, <laughs> Overhead projectors. I'm wearing sashes. She's got a green proctor I'm a proctor. <laughs> I like the idea you have like one of those library ladders on wheels and you're always like looking for a binder that you can't find. <laughs> That's literally what Hannibal sliding yeah, back. It's up here somewhere. No, I'll get it. One of my pandemic adventures and content yes. is Hannibal and Netflix. What a piece I of can, shit that oh, show is. Horrible. Uh, That's a CBS vehicle, is it not? I have no idea. No, I think what it's it Fox, is. maybe. It's pretty it's even violent. Worse. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty violent. I was surprised it was on network anything. But he's a psychiatrist and his office has like the classic Ghostbusters library yeah, leather bound books and I'm like no psychiatrist in the world has an office like that <laughs> that is insane well, he's like in a mansion or something he's also cooking human flesh so I mean there's a lot of As you, you know holes in the story which is part sure. of your practice let's not I'm considering vegetarianism I'm vegan, actually <laughs> after these crunch wraps <laughs> right after these fucking okay. ground turkey meat crunch maps crunch maps I love a crunch map look I just <laughs> ate Colorado <sighs> now I'm off track anyways um, we chatted a lot yeah um and I know that you 
you know, you've had some real dark, dark moments, <laughs> but yeah. I think there is a lot of adult personal growth happening here yeah. that can only happen when, as Pima Shudrin tells us, things fall apart. They fall apart. It's true. Okay. And, you know, Patrick and I have had things fall apart. Right. Uh, quite a few times. Yeah, I think the last time was Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, things are falling apart left and right. Right. Okay. Um, but I think that this is part of your story and your personal journey. Journey. It's part of your journey. It's part of your journey. And I'm a really good counselor. <laughs> and, um, no, but I. As I mean, life is like a road trip. There are detours. Roads are closed. <laughs> There's hills, there's valleys. Sometimes we get lost. Yeah. GPS knocks out. I mean, make a plan. That's he, when God laughs. Here's, <laughs> okay? here's, here's her metaphors, okay. y'all. Where's no, God's listen. address? It's at the intersection of here oh, and now. Hell okay. yeah. Tank tops, I'm begging you. No, but seriously, <laughs> man. Seriously. <laughs> seriously, man. I know you're in a rough spot and you feel like you just need a win, as you like to say. Yeah, that'd be nice. But you are going to come out on the other side of this mm-hmm. stronger, right. more aware of yourself, more aware of what you want in life. Mm-hmm. You're going to have more clarity, but it is very messy and dark to get those things most of the time. Mm-hmm. I think most people, if they don't have experiences like this, aren't doing a lot of like deep introspective work you know or yeah. they just are martyrs and think that like horrible things always happen to them and like that's just like not the way yeah. life is like horrible things happen to all of us like that's right. fucking life you know yeah. and at the end of the day you are a cis white straight male at the end of the day. so you will be back on top at the end of the day <laughs> at the end of the day <laughs> But I do, I am joking in and out, but I do honestly think that there are a lot of things that are going to come out of this down the road that you're going to be like, wow, I learned a fuckload about myself and it's not right now. I thought you were going to say, and you know, there are a lot of people, you know, the people that don't have to go through this kind of stuff, you know, they are sort of thriving right now and everything's (laughs) going great. Um, No. And the and yes, again, there are like everybody's going through some weird yeah. form of loss, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, and not to minimize your feelings, no. but to remind you that like you are not alone in this like bizarre situation. Yes, it may feel like that because everyone's fucking married and has kids, yeah. but like honestly, it's not that great. <laughs> a lot of regrets. A lot of regrets. Oh my god. Honestly, Dave is not that great. <laughs> the thing you're talking to is plugged into speakers that I'm wearing on my head. I know. And honestly, I am obsessed with my baby, especially after today. I'll tell you guys in a minute. But <laughs> but I just I want you to remember. Yeah. You're gonna be Okay, buddy. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading uh, Pima Chodron's Things Fall Apart. Which I when, bought for you. Wait, When Things Fall? When Things Fall right, Apart. Right, because Things Not Fall if. Apart is a different book I read. Not If. And then she also wrote The Places You'll Go. Yes. Or no, The Scariest Places. The Places You Go is like a children's Dr. Seuss book. book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a children's book, but maybe read that after When Things that. Fall Apart. Yeah. Um, for some levity. The Four Agreements. I'm reading. I'm reading. You're reading books that I w- never in a million years would think you would ever pick no. up. But you that- know, The Four Agreements is on my list. It's great. Things to get to. Yeah, it's what funny. is that about? I don't um, know anything about it. It It's it's really easy to read. It's about integrity. Yeah. Mm. It's it's about living better and mm-hmm. living better to, like, uh, how do I say this properly? Um, living- I, know, I know one of them is, like, be impeccable with your word. Yeah, which is mm. real. And um, don't make. I think this. I think the next one is like don't make assumptions. Yeah, which don't I'm make assumptions. Horrible with. Don't take things personally. Right. Yeah. And I. Yeah. It's. Um, I don't know. I. I wasn't really. Sure. I was pretty skeptical going into it, but then I. I got through it pretty quickly, which I never read things quickly. And it. it I don't know. 
I was it was hitting all the beats for me. So. I think there's something there's one called the other four agreements or something or there's a there's a sequel to it that somebody was pitching to me. There is also something. another four agreement. <laughs> we're not gonna so call we're gonna, be we're not gonna call the maid agreements. Ocho <laughs> agreements. <laughs> but there is something about like loss and dramatic change and like heartache that leads people to reading more working out more and like writing more like you'll never be more productive (laughs) after you get through the initial like i'm gonna sleep all day then you're like oh my god if i don't like move my body or like do something about changing my state of mind like i am going to fucking lose it yeah i mean i think i'm i'm grateful and fortunate in that i i haven't really i don't know if it's like owning a dog or what, but I, I've never been like a I'm gonna sleep till 12 guy. Mm. No, you're not that guy. It's not me. Your anxiety wouldn't let you. No, da- yeah, I'd be pulling all my hair out. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you have a different disorder yeah. and it's not that. It's definitely not that. <laughs> but, um, but no, I mean, I think that, yeah, I, I've been trying to do more work on myself. It's been hard, but I think, um, yeah, I mean, as much as like a lot of this has fucking sucked, um, and been horribly unexpected, like not finding work. I had a friend pass away a couple months ago, trying to figure out what's next and like, like consistently running into roadblocks on the job front. Um, I don't know. You, you can get lost in that stuff pretty easily, but it's like, I can still eat Mm -hmm. and sleep at a place that's like comfortable. And what is that place? Would you tell us a little (laughs) bit about it? It's a beautiful Airbnb <laughs> located in New London, Connecticut. In a coastal, a small coastal community oh, in southeastern <laughs> Connecticut. <laughs> yep. So I have two roommates, <laughs> and you've known them for a while now. Long time. Um, we go way back. We go way back. They call it an early night, so it's kind of like living on my own. Um, <laughs> they call it an early. You know. Night. Early risers, early to bed. They do all the grocery shopping, which I prefer they didn't. I, w- uh, I really but- wish they wouldn't, actually. <laughs> um, they go by a couple different names. Sure. One of them mom, one of them dad. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they respond to other names, though. Other- <laughs> <laughs> uh, so living with the parents. Yeah, it's interesting. Right after we did, also. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. which... Neither of us have spent this much time with them day in, day out. Yeah. Since, I mean, for me, it was right before I moved to New York at 22, yeah, at 21. I, mean, I only did, um, I only did one summer in between college years. Oh yeah, because you lived I away just, during the summer. Yeah, I never went back for like a long-term stay. Oh, so this wow. is this is the longest I've lived with them since I was eighteen. Think of all the people That's that crazy. are doing this during pandemic. Yeah, I bet there's a lot of people. Like, I think there are. It's like fifty-two percent of really uh, millennials. Like millennials. I think millennials. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like people just getting out of college and stuff like that. Yeah. it's That's, rough. Yeah. I hope everyone goes and votes. And by that, I mean vote for Biden Harris. Joseph O'Malley O'Malley. I want to be very clear, like I was on the last podcast. I don't want everyone to vote. I only want you to vote (laughs) if you are voting for Biden and Harris. I'm imagining our like a handful of MAGA listeners. They're like, you know, I hate everything these two stand for, but I enjoy listening to them. Can you imagine? Make America great again. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, no ruse here. Like, I'm not just like, you got it. Your voice counts. Your voice counts if you're voting for the non monster. Yeah. That's when your voice counts. Anywho, mom and dad. <laughs> what do you want to know? I mean, you know, is he throwing away iced coffee? Or is uh, he making, is he making small um, portions? The small portions fucking constantly. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But. Um, tomorrow's my day. Oh yeah. Yeah. So do you can... make leftovers? <laughs> Fuck. We really don't. No, you don't either. Uh, like grilling Sundays. No, we, we kind of crushed it because he does the grocery shopping. So and it's like exactly. <laughs> Is that your boy James who comes over also? Yep. My boy Jimmy comes over. Um, and he, he actually, he, he did like a, he did his own menu, mm. uh, two weeks ago. Was that was... the mac and cheese night? No, he did. Um, he yeah. did like a Greek grilled chicken, like tzatziki pocket. Wow, I didn't grill. know he had so many Greek friends, Jimmy and 
Well, he's not Greek at all. I don't know what Jimmy is, but Teddy is. Jimmy and Teddy, that's who I was trying to think of. Teddy, who just uh, got married. Paint a picture of this grill Sunday for y'all. I sometimes get video dispatches mm-hmm. from a... Mm-hmm. From a uh, uh, just having a good time, Jonesy, Mom, Grandma. Just having a good time, Jonesy. <laughs> <laughs> Getting good time, Jonesy videos. And it's... Well, what's funny is... I think you sent a great video and then like literally 10 seconds later it was her, oh, yeah. her version of the same events as if we didn't just watch And as if you guys video. weren't directly next to each other. Well, I also, yeah, I mean, I remember that day, cause that was day, that was the first time we did it and like I had to call them both off because I was telling Patrick earlier. It was the first time you did it and you had like, to call did, them both off? did like the Sunday Grill thing. Oh, oh. Which, so I was telling Patrick that, um, you would think that dad has never seen a barbecue in his entire fucking life. And just to remind our listeners, he's an insanely good cook, like right. chef level indoor, indoors, indoors. Yeah. He's amazing. He just like was standing. He's like, so when will we know that the charcoals are hot? And he's <laughs> like, he's like, I don't see any flames. The man. But then Jonesy comes out. She's like, did you roll up newspapers and put it in the chimney? Cause you need to, you need to roll them tight. <sighs> And I'm like, I, I was like, you, I need something. Let me just own this. <laughs> yeah, let me Fucking have please, grill, just let me have this. Sundays. For the love of God. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's been nice. And <laughs> um, yeah, we, they we, do take good care of the dogs. They love our dogs. They do. They, they really do. do. And they're, yeah, they're taking care look of Sheila this, right now. Look at this thing over here. We got one oh, curled up on the food. Touching all paws. The food? No, the ottoman. <laughs> She's sleeping on the food. And- <laughs> <laughs> the ottoman. I was oh, intentionally I got, saying futon I bazaar. I've seen the commercial for this new piece of furniture. I think it's Chinese. It's a futon. And <laughs> oh, you fold it up like a couch. But if you got a guess, it goes into a bed. That's why they call you it, don't a, love it a futon. Because you can put your futon on it. That's it sounds like something Jonesy would actually say. <laughs> oh, definitely. About a, a With futon. a fucking giant swipe off the phone. Yeah. And then she's like, you seen this? And it's like a cat video. She's like, you seen that cat video on Facebook? I'm like, what, what one? Oh, wait. No, I'm not asking you and that because I don't care. I haven't either because I'm off Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Trick question. Okay. Listen, we tease because we love. She's not going to hear this. And that's not. That, you know what? That is not a cool saying. I Strike it from the record. We it's tease not, because yeah. we love. No, we don't tease because we love. We tease because we need an outlet. And we're mean, okay? And we understand each other. It's fine. (laughs) But this does bring up the point that Francis is not going to have siblings as far as we know. Right. Um, Maybe we'll adopt one or something down the line, but as of now, no siblings. Got it. Definitely no more babies coming out of me. Sure. So you're going to have to be... Carry on the name. That (laughs) person. No, I get it. You're going to have to be that person for her to bitch about me. I mean, I've been doing that for 32 years. What do you mean? Oh, for Francis. Yes, you fucking idiot. Okay. You're going to be Franny's. <laughs> I'm on Facebook. I have to. <laughs> You're going to be her pressure relief. Yeah, like you, because yeah, she's not going to have this sure. to bitch about I get it. this. Yep. You're going to have yeah. to step in from time to time and That's let her funny. know Uncle Bubs is there Yeah, to listen to my mom's driving me fucking nuts. She can come stay at my ranch in Maine with all my senior dogs. Ooh. I, yeah. I love that for you. Right, when I'm working at a liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> just polishing guns no, or some shit. Just open a nonprofit for, with the dogs. and. Yeah. All right. It'll She's be like, fine. Mom's doing fucking yoga again on the front lawn with her tits out. <laughs> Dad won't stop listening to his damn headphones and reading the Kindle book, multitasking all the time. I think they both have boyfriends and girlfriends, but they haven't talked to me about it. I don't know what's going on, but I got to get out of here. Either that or they're spies. (laughs) Can I talk to you, Uncle Dave? She's like, have you seen that show from the, like, I don't know. It's old. It's It's called The Americans. It's kind of like that. Oh, my God. My dad's jeans always sag just enough that his butt cracks always out. It's so annoying. He's so gross. So I had a natal chart reading today, oh, which, I, which I purchased for my birthday for myself. Right. 
So it's my birth chart. It's Almost like an there. astrological birth chart, which is like where the planets and the stars and the moons and the suns all lined up mm-hmm. on my exact suns? birth what planet. What planet are they doing this for? Earth? What do you mean? Because we got one sun. I, it was a fucking joke, comedian. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Albeit not a funny one, but a joke nonetheless. These are his quips. <laughs> I'm quipping. He's quipping. Um, I'm quipping so my coupons. So as a little gift to myself, <laughs> I got a reading, excuse me, from an astrologer to explain my birth chart and Fran's birth chart and how they intersect. And it was just like the cutest thing. And I just, it was a wonderful thing. It was very well done, but it made me feel just another level of just like love and excitement for Fran and like her getting older. Mm. And I did say to the woman that I was like, I kind of feel like I'm spying on her before she's even like big enough to be anything other than a baby. Mm. (laughs) But she was like, you know, she has a choice in this. This is not like her destiny. It's just kind of like, this is what some of these things mean. And maybe it'll lead to this. Maybe it'll lead to this. Who knows? Like keep an eye out basically. But it was interesting to see, the like story of my life according to this chart and where I identified and how it overlapped with her chart and like where there might be some similarities. But I just, whether you're into that kind of thing or not, I can kind of like, there are periods where I'm like not so into it and then periods where I am. I am into the birth chart stuff because I'm like, well, that is where things certainly were aligned in a certain way. You can attribute meaning to it or not. Mm -hmm. Um, but I just was like, I just felt so in love with Fran after mm. that, that I was just like, yeah, what's her life going to be like? Like it just. Finally, you were interested in your daughter. <laughs> yeah. Like fucking finally. Mm-hmm. But how is Ross doing as a mother? Right. Yeah. But tell me like. What, do, what are your feelings about me? Anyways, I was just trying to like keep this podcast no, episode going, but we can just, you know, shut the mics off right now. Okay. No, it's very right. sweet and it is kind of mind blowing when I do think like, oh yeah, like she is going to have a life. Like she's gonna have a life. She's gonna start doing stuff. And the birth chart stuff sort of comes in from the place of like it's from the idea of past lives. So mm. that like her soul has like come into this vessel at this time. Perhaps with, you two have known each other. Perhaps you two have known. Perhaps you have known each other. Like perhaps, you know. Perhaps. perhaps her and Peggy have known each other. You know. So there, there's a lot of discussion of like in this lifetime, these are the things that she might be struggling with, or the things, mm. or in past lives she's worked on this a lot. Like for me, it was like maybe in my past lives I went to school a lot and did a lot of like education, which is why maybe I don't feel like, like I've struggled with academia and like wanting to be in it, but not. And it's more about like a Mm. title for me. And she was like, you know, it might be that like you already kind of did that in other lives. So you don't really need to be working on that right now. You can like pull away and do something else. Okay. So it was interesting to kind of talk about that stuff and what might come up for Fran as Mm. she gets older and what we might, kind of butt heads against I up can't against. Wait. <laughs> she, she, at one point wait. she said she was like yeah around the I mean she's like calling me like Pluto's in your seventh house and this and that and pop 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 and she, there was something about when Fran is around 14 she was like it's gonna be interesting <laughs> oh man does this woman have children I don't know uh yeah there's gonna be some epic battles I don't know though because there was a lot of discussion about like there's enough commonalities between us, at least according to these charts yeah. about feeling misunderstood by other people. Like I will relate to her in how she might be kind of growing up feeling maybe misunderstood by people that I didn't necessarily feel like I had an yeah. adult who understood that, that that was kind of my biggest Rift well, with our parents, you know, it was like just not feeling like I had somebody that was like emotionally engaging with me in a deeper way. That's you know? like that's I talk about this a lot with people is like 
we uh, people close to our age have so much more ex- more experience than our parents like our parents don't know what it means to like go find an apartment on your own no like as a single person or to go like to go through a horrible breakup and then do that like or have like a bunch of different jobs or have yeah have a bunch <laughs> of different jobs like you know so like what so wait you don't have a pension right yeah right yeah i mean i think it's it's really i i, I don't know if you've felt this way i'm sure in, in certain areas just like not being able to connect like when you when something happens to you and it's just like you don't like did, did they move in with their parents probably not yeah or you know if they did it was because they had to like take care of them for a long time and now that you live in that house yeah but i think it's it's something i know a lot of my friends have dealt with and myself included it's just like they don't have those tools they don't have those experiences to know like yeah you uh okay you don't have a job well, and what I do we think do now, you know, like generationally on like a bigger scale, every generation right. gets a little bit better sure. in like a sweeping generalization kind of way, right. you know, so there it's are not just parents that have had those experiences that are boomers. And like, we know that. But sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Like my therapist, for instance, Nuna Alberts, you know, she's had a lot of experiences. Sure. Uh, New York City Jewish mother that we all that we all need. (laughs) But anyway, um, yeah, it was just, it was an interesting, so yes, I don't think there's going to be enormous, like we're misunderstanding each other's screaming matches or anything because I just don't. Well, I'm going to take a continuing education class in uh, like uh, problem mediation. So. I'll uh, I'll be in the middle. And you just like stand there and you're like, can you both just like shh, relax and calm down? No, I'll just say, well, <laughs> how did that make you feel to hear that? I'm the counselor. I'm the counselor. Oh, you're going to be the counseled in that relationship. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, Any last thoughts, anybody? What last? do you think? We're, We're just getting up? into it. <laughs> Jeez. She's a mom now on the go, so she's like, oh, we're 26 minutes in? That's <laughs> no, about good. we've done way more. 46 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, okay. Well. I didn't mean to derail us. I just felt like we were all, I'm boring everyone with birth charts. Yeah. We're all falling asleep at the mic, that's you know. fine. But maybe that's not the case. Maybe I just really threw a fucking bomb in this. <laughs> Patrick's just staring at me, not saying anything. So I just keep filling in with like more verbal diarrhea. I hate you. <laughs> um, well, I, um, yeah, you're not helping me at all. Well, I came in so hot with the weird shit up top. And now I'm just yeah. sort of spent. Exactly. Which is why I said any less. Well, no, cause I, I thought, we were getting into some meat and potatoes there, so I was just like, oh, this is interesting. Where's this going to go? Um, Fucking nowhere, everybody. <laughs> I mean, it is This insane. is a real classic Who Cares all right, episode. All right. So speaking of birth charts, etc., which is based on a snapshot of what the planets, stars, and heavens were doing the day you were born, the exactly. instant you were born, it's like well said. Where, where all those things were. Think of... June fifteenth, two thousand twenty, where the world was, where who cares about the planets and stars, society, mm-hmm. things are crumbling, literally burning down in California, and that's the day our daughter's spirit decided to be birthed onto this planet. I know what the fuck was that dumb spirit thinking? <laughs> well, that's what she was kind of saying that like there was a lot of like justice seeking and working with community, kind of like all over her chart that's cool in her past lives no 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 like in her chart now yeah like that is kind of like where the planets are aligned because there's like houses and planets and planets are in certain houses which that means certain things Mm. so i mean it's it's a lot of detail that like i don't really know enough about it to speak about it coherently uh, clearly um (laughs) but that is to say the kind of overall thing was like there was a lot of creativity and I didn't tell this woman anything about myself. This was purely just you give your birthday and your name. Yeah. 
the did time she, the time know, of birth and where you were born. And did that's, she know about our podcast? I told her after she like told me a bunch of stuff about my chart. Um, did she have your first and last name? Yeah. Do you think she like Instagram stalks or anything before? No, I think it's truly just like it was. I mean, she was screen sharing with me this huge, extensive like app that she has that like does all this charting so she like puts in the times and then she knows how to it's like a language like she knows how to read this like chart language basically um and what all the different things mean so what was coming up consistently in fran's chart was like creativity performance being kind of popular uh like but also being kind of a justice warrior being a leader um, so she's going to be a cop in a rock band. <laughs> she's going to be Joan Jett. sick, dude. She's going to be Joan Jett. <laughs> Joan Jett with a badge. Yeah, Officer Fran. Uh, well, I remember doing a past life reading with you or an intuitive yes. reading in a group with, setting. With, with Victoria Liberatore. Yeah, and she said that you were once a warrior of some kind on Atlantis. <laughs> Yeah. Like saving, you were burned at the stake. That's what it was. She said that I may have been like jabbed in the neck. You were jabbed in the neck with what a spike. The fuck? Yeah. And that's why you have neck pain in this current lifetime. Oh, yeah. I mean, this stuff is totally real. So <laughs> I wonder what people would say about my past lives. I know. You should do something like this. It's fun. You can take or leave it. You know, like it's interesting. I think with the birth chart, it is like they're just like, that's oh, still sad. <laughs> but it was interesting like a lot of the stuff she was telling me about where my planets are like she's telling me things before I say anything where it's like this is here this is there which typically means that like you like you're a really good communicator but also you can like you might figure out somebody is full of shit and then be like, fuck you. I'm not actually going to deal with you. Uh, And I was like, "Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh. And like, there were just different things like that, that really added up in terms of like how I do approach life. I did recently tell you after a little bit of a fight, that Mm. uh, a dust up. I do (laughs) a little bit of a dust up. I do appreciate your uh, your well-honed bullshit detector. Thank You've you. You've got a well-honed BS detect. Well, she did say she was like, "What <laughs> night, Peg?" Oh, Peggy just gets up and goes in her crate all on her own now. Um, she was like, there was something around like ages eight or nine, like that happened. Like, is there anything that like comes up for you around that time? And I was like, not specifically. But then I like had w- this thing flashed in my like, mind. Well, there was the Gulf War. <laughs> <laughs> she did say to look up exactly like what was going on the day I was born. Um, but then this memory came up of in the fifth grade, which I was probably eight in the fifth grade. Yeah. And there was our teacher had us do like a Mrs. mock. Dizigan. Mrs. Dizigan had us do like a mock debate of like. Oh, cool. Um, like the. Uh, the sexes like the sexes against each other so it was like boys versus girls all right mrs dizzigan fifth grade you're like 11 no i was 11 in seventh grade i turned 16 in 10th grade i'm younger than you i started school earlier oh smarty pants she graduated oh, wow. college at 12 she's been in the workforce <laughs> and she was eight. He's, I, i'm married I turned, to uh to what's his face i turned Benjamin 12 Badman. at the beginning of seventh grade doogie hauser anyway before you totally derail this fascinating tale. Um, so you're on the front lines, fifth grade. But I have a very distinct memory of that because it felt like finally this is a time for me to like really get in there and shine sure, okay. and like talk about things that I think are like unjust, yeah. basically. But I like boys in class called me a bitch from like a very young age. Mm. Like I was always being like told to shut up or I was too loud, too opinionated, blah, blah, blah. Did you get called a bitch like flat out in elementary school? Oh yeah. Huh? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, 
and there was something about that debate that like made me feel better but I also really felt the energy of Uh. those boys just like coming at me so hard and she was saying she was like well that makes sense because you actually have like a lot of masculine energy in your chart which I'd never thought that before because like when I think of like a Libra Libra is this very like airy romantic ruled by Venus sign but like there's so much more nuance to this stuff where it's like where they are all, all these things are in my chart is like very masculine. She was like, so of course they would be like really put off and like threatened by like the vibe you're putting okay, out. Okay, yeah. Because you're like, I'm your equal. What the fuck is going on? And they're yeah. like, no, fuck you, you know? So that was sort of an interesting, because I had no idea that there was like masculine energy in my chart, which I was like, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> Here's something interesting about your age. In 2021, that calendar year will have the same exact layout as 1982, the year mm. you were born. Oh, like where the days fall? Yeah, the days will fall on the exact oh. same dates. Mm. That's interesting. Cool. I'm Googling what's cool about October 2nd, 1982. What was the number one song on her birthday? I don't, like, I just clicked, this is the second site I've clicked on where it's just like, they're not giving not us much. Great. Uh, Do you share a uh, birthday with anybody famous? Gandhi. Of course. Who, it turns out, was a real piece of shit, I guess, which is unfortunate, <laughs> <laughs> like most men in positions of power, um, even if they're trying to be do-gooders. Uh, what's it? Sting. That's dope. Um, He's okay from what we know. I'm trying to think of cool women that I know of, but I'm not sure. Groucho Marx. Thank you. The coolest woman of all. (laughs) (laughs) Chubby Wise. Who the fuck is that? American singer and fiddler. Of course. You you know. You know I'm a fiddler. (laughs) Anyways, I feel like I really made this episode about myself when like you're here to chat. I mean, it's fine. And I know you're probably used to that. I literally Um, have nothing. (laughs) See, that attitude? No. I'm getting through the books. <laughs> Give me a sec. Okay. Jesus. You don't literally have nothing. No, I don't. It's been very cute to see you interact with Fran. I have to say, I can tell that you're like, oh, just yeah. going to be an amazing uncle and you already are. Thanks. But like the vibe is there. Lorraine already. Bracco is your best. Oh, female that's pretty so good. Far. That's pretty good. I'll take a look. She Lorraine rules. Bracco. Yeah, she's cool. Um, yeah, no, I'm excited to be an uncle. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Okay, good night. <laughs> well, we do we do have important things to get to tonight. We did convert Dave into a fan of the race. Hell yeah, you did. <gasps> and oh. we're talking about the white race. We are white supremacists. <laughs> no, the race is short sh- short for the amazing you race. You guys know what we're yeah. talking about. We've been talking about that. Do we talk? Do we talk about the Amazing Race on yes, here? Yes, you yeah. have. Yes, as your, our number one fan, yeah, that we talk about it. I'm right here. You're like you've discussed it on episodes 89, yes. 91. Can you start a wiki page for us already? Because sure. I don't know what do we talk want. about. Got, you say you have nothing, so I let's go. Time. I got time. <laughs> when do you become our podcast manager producer? Well, Can you I do sound effects too? <laughs> please. Hell yeah. I've been dying to use like Portlandia style sound effects. Oh my god! Please let me get in on that. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh, we got sound effects in the baby monitor. Everybody okay? No, Everybody it's outside. Speaking of, can we take a second for fucking Daffy Duck today? Oh wow, that <laughs> was insane. <laughs> I didn't believe it when I heard it. She was making a lot of noises today. Well, when we were out of the store, she was like losing her sh- losing her shit in a good way, just talking yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah, she was like jabbering. Yeah, because yeah, while you were getting your star charts read, my star charts. <laughs> We were at the grocery <laughs> store getting ingredients for future shards right. for our Crunchwrap Supreme. <laughs> right. Oh boy. And it was Dave and I looking like a modern couple Aww. with our child yeah. strapped to my chest. That's I was cute. I was playing the maternal role and uh, <laughs> I really wish somebody had documented us eating pizza on that slope. Because um, it was yeah. really something we, I think. We Two got bros. Walking pizza slices and we couple went into the bros. park and I you know, when you got the baby in the in the carrier on your chest, you gotta oh, keep man. her in motion. You can't really yeah. sit with her. Yeah. 
So I elected uh, for us to stand on a certain perch. And uh, you were doing the rock. And I was rocking. Yeah. He was rolling. We had a Bluetooth <laughs> speaker. <laughs> and rolling, Bluetooth baby. speaker guy came through playing Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. He was playing Beat It, which is an irresistible song. It's irresistible. Did you notice that woman who was, she was like walking through like videoing people and like clearly made eye contact with us and was like, nah. Oh, I didn't see that. She had like a, like a nice camera with a mic and she was like, documenting people eating on the grass and like people on the benches and like getting some of the flavor of the park and then two white dudes eating pizza and she's like fuck this no that's interesting she's like nobody needs this there's plenty of footage of that (laughs) we were rejected (laughs) wow she's like I'm looking for what's really happening in this neighborhood this isn't a Dane Cook documentary (laughs) fuck off <laughs> Dink. Oh, remember when he was popular? Oh, the nineties. He's still trying. It's weird. He's got like a nineteen-year-old girlfriend. It's, they're all repugnant. That's really I mean, sad. honestly, that's really unfortunate. Anyway, um, well, this was a real Martino meetdown. Yeah, I, a real face melter. Yeah. You know? Really, oh, Martino Meltdown is actually a good name for your podcast. It could Martino just Mel- be the two of you. It's about my life falling apart. <laughs> it's, it's about your Meltdown. literal Martino. <laughs> it's, it's Ross just That's forcing good. therapy on you. <laughs> like, I don't I talk get, at all. It's just as a do. As a do. <laughs> it starts with her sliding across the bookshelves on the ladder. <laughs> she comes in. She's like, now this is going to be more of a life coach session. I'm like, have a seat, put that ball gag in, and we'll get started. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's a, a, speaking of horrible therapy, my one uh, digital one I oh, had God. in California. And by that, week. you mean fingers inside of you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, digital. Good stuff, hon. Jesus. You mean insertion, you correct? Know, right. Um, yeah, you really. I forgot about that story because I hear oh, all these things God. secondhand. If I'm not, if I'm not eavesdropping on your FaceTimes or whatever, yeah, yeah. she'll share with me the highlights and lowlights. And yeah, you she <laughs> just lights off. <laughs> she told me this one about your therapy session on oh one of these God. apps that all the podcasts are advertising for. And wh- what was it? Did the person tell you what kind of job to go? Yeah, she was. Um, to go she, to Home Depot. Right? Yeah, go. She's like, go. You know, when I I was out of work and I I I, I got a job at Home Depot mixing paint, and she's like, I'm a doctor, and I just I got a new skill set, and I was like, and I was like, you know, I yeah, I can appreciate that, and she was like, just you know, first of all, don't get tested unless anyone's telling you to. Don't get tested. And Jesus. I was like, mm, I and this was like at the beginning too. Yeah, kind this of. was probably maybe like, at the beginning. Like May, oh, co- she's saying COVID testing. Yeah. Don't give them resources. Don't give them data. So Keep she, it to yourself. And also, this was the first session. Like, yeah, it was, like she was not doing well, the no, basics. And for anyone unfamiliar with mental health uh, work, uh, it's like unheard of for anybody to give direct advice, right? Like, Certainly not on the first fucking session. Yeah. Yeah. Like maybe after like a relationship has been established Fully, and the person's like, I trust you. I'd love to hear your feedback. Well, I'm sure the thing that like scared me though, and I've now heard it from a a few other people who have tried to find either in person or online um, help. And I think it's a lot of mental health professionals will maybe put quotes around professionals. (laughs) Yeah. Hearing, you know, I have anxiety over the pandemic. And then they just get triggered into this script and they roll through it mm. and they don't really think about like how it's being processed or not processed. Um, but that still doesn't even make sense for I'm mental health professionals. I'm not trying to give them an out. I'm just, I'm just trying to think through like what I experienced and that's certainly how I felt. Whereas like she, I told her a lot of my anxiety and like my depression right now is like based around this side, you know, what's been affected because of the pandemic and she just like kicked into this whole thing and I didn't really say a whole lot. She just like, that's wild. Yeah, I mean it was bullshit, and I mean I'm I'm open, and I I was like trying to find the good in it and try to find a way to like make it work for me, but I was just like, this is not gonna make me feel better, no, in any way, shape, or form, and I knew that, but and I'm sure plenty of other people have similar stories, but yep. So good night, everybody. <laughs> I'm a therapist, and I'm also a hiring manager yeah. for your local Home Depot. <laughs> Do you need dowel rods? <laughs> Coming to my office. Well, that's actually my colleague, Dr. Phillips. I just mix paint. That's right.
my god i assume those apps are also full of mental health professionals who couldn't find like clients yeah yeah and i'm sure they're i'm sure a lot of those online places are taking as many people as they can to deal with all these Mm. clients i mean i've heard that on one of the ads that they're like they're seeking more people to join those things because so many people like need therapy right now yeah Huh, maybe you take your practice I'm to the digital you, space. I'm telling you. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I'd be better than that woman. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, you already are. Fucking yeah. bachelor's degree over here. Practicing unlicensed. Thanks so much. <sighs> Y'all, it's almost 10 o'clock. Well, this has been the Martino Meetdown. We hope you guys <laughs> had a great time. <laughs> Dave, thanks for crunch wrapping it up. Anytime. That was really a delicious dinner. Hey. It really was. There's one left over if anybody wants to come over and hang out. Do you want to fucking fart your way over to 318 yeah. Knickerbocker? I'll be watching season two of The Office. Maybe take until out midnight. our address, actually. Yeah, bleep it out. Bleep out our address. But you can still come over and hang out with me. I'll be at 318 Knickerbocker. <laughs> you Street. did it again? <laughs> Boulevard. I'm in the basement of Planet Hollywood in Times Square. Come and find me. We're going to eat. <laughs> that's where, that's actually where I'm doing my practice now. That so beautiful. Come You're on across down. The hall? That's great. Across the hall, Planet Hollywood. We do um, like shrimp location for a minute. Yes, and, then, and uh, yeah. we do um, validate parking. That's it's great. very hard to find parking around there, but we do validate. Right. And are um, just doing therapy sessions in a booth at Bubblegum Shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> just like grease in the air and... Uh, and people working through shit. Yeah. Yeah, I like Peeling that. shrimp and working through I shit. People like live there, it seemed like. Did you go to Bubblegum Shrimp? Because I've never been to that's one. That's one we never went to. I yeah. just I used to work like right there and I just oh, yeah. walking past there and just Where'd seeing the same there? MTV was in Times oh, Square Jesus, like, that's right. right there. Oh you fucking idiot. <laughs> I went there to get my spanking new music shirt. I know that. <laughs> I met Jesse um, Camp in Times Square. The baby. MTV store. Yeah. I was actually working with somebody that is much younger, not much younger, but younger than me. And they were like, remember when like TRL was cool? And I was like, no, because it wasn't. Oh man, it was cool. I was into it. <laughs> you know, Jesse Camp was just a creation. Yeah, I really? He's not a real person. From the beginning. Uh, from what I understand, yeah. Or they like... He's still living that way too, which is hard to look yeah. at and Dave Holmes is like he's killing it he's like an amazing like yeah. writer podcaster he still hosts person. stuff too yeah. yeah yeah he's like he's very gayman. he's a gayman yep is that okay yeah okay I'm gay so it's fine oh, okay <laughs> um that's not how that works I'm joking anyway um <laughs> I think we've reached our limits can you believe how horrible this world is right now <laughs> This is how you want to end that episode. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep well. Civil War is coming. It's arm yourselves. Yeah. Learn how to meet down. Can yeah. <laughs> Jesus, just burn this one. Well, <laughs> just fucking burn it. Go to the meat fire. Okay, good night. I had a great time. Yeah, we'll cut it after something. No, this is, I like this. I like when it like tapers. <laughs> this yeah. is horrible. It's like a slow fade out and then you have to raise <laughs> it back up. You put an effect on you know the what? whole episode too. Just put like heavy fades they're on not, it. Yeah, yeah. They're not all, always going to be wins. Put it on, know? it's, a, it's just I a thought, fever dream. I thought this, this was episode. a win. I think Dave needed a win and we gave it to him. <laughs> if this is what a win looks like, then fuck this. Fuck you. Fuck, fuck this. You. Table flip. Fuck this. All right. Good night. Sleep time. Bow. Bow, now, now. You're going to do that? On- fuck yeah, dude. Number one fan. Maybe that's the ending. It's me being like. Bing. 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 <laughs> <laughs>